Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Fascinating creatures. Brave, but on the whole, stupid. Yes, they're stupid. Except for the occasional one such as we have here, who lets the other two fight. While he waits... <laughs> this is Film Sack. Oh, sure. Hello, greetings, and welcome to Film Sack. Yes, that's right. This is Film Sack, episode 579, continually mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. I'm Scott Johnson. Joining me today, Brian. He only plays chess if there's a huge version of it playing on the wall Dunaway. That's the only way. That in Cracker Barrel. Oh, hi. Hi. This week on Film Sack, we strap on our size eight and a half steel toed stabbing boots and get to go going back to the early 60s for a little hot spy on spy action with the Russians in instant 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 what do you call it again istanbul not constantinople and get into a threesome with some hot-blooded feuded gypsies girls in skirts but hey that's nobody's business but the turks anywho <laughs> let's get to explain our plot this week with some analogies so it's kind of like our characters in a chess match where one of the players is just trolling the other player letting them think they're gonna win so that later on uh, they can film sean connery in a hotel room doing it no wait it's more like three Siamese fighting fish where one of those fishes is watching the other two fishes in a hotel room doing it. And one of those fishes is Sean Connery. No, wait. It's more like a lady who thinks she has a big mouth, but then Sean Connery says, oh, no, no. It's the perfect size for what he has in mind for his oral fixation. And it involves him in a hotel room and some guys with a camera. Randy, I think we just watched porn. PG porn, but porn nonetheless. You've got a big mouth. <laughs> oh, my Lord. I forgot about that mouth part. I don't like that part. That part, that part was me. terrible. I knew that had to be yeah. the gross out for Scott. <laughs> if there was ever a, a line you could tell written by a man, it was, I right. think my mouth's too big. Yeah. yeah. I didn't like that. No, no. All. What I'm putting in it is just right. Just yeah. Right. right up high, guys. Yep, up high. No, okay. Uh, also with us, Randy, he's super into Romani on Romani lady wrestling, Jordan. <laughs> Aloha, Scott. <laughs> Brian. Brian. <clears throat> Randy. I summoned you here, numbers three, five, and six, 
to instruct you as we begin our most difficult project. We're going to train a man to fight another man. <laughs> I know it sounds impossible. Almost as impossible as projecting readable text onto the bodies of women who are dancing. But <laughs> we kind of, we, we sort of did that, right? We were almost successful. Okay, all right, pay attention. Number three. Number three. How dare you break eye contact with me? Do you want me to press one of these buttons? Because I'll press them all. And then one of them operates the ceiling fan. And you know how much I hate that. Oh, where was I? Oh, yes. Combat training. Our fighter, who will inexplicably only send in after all of our other machinations fail, will be a great fighter. As mm. long as my three rules are followed. Number one, he must train in the dark. See, there's about a 30% chance that he'll end up fighting the Englishman in the dark. So that's where we'll train. Do not turn on the ridiculous number of floodlights until 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 the, you, you, the training is over. You know, <laughs> you know, turning on the floodlights, it raises our electric bill. Number mm. two, <laughs> the sparring partners must dress and look exactly like our English opponent. No expense will be spared, making the sparring partner look perfect. Yes, mm. I know that I'm being hypocritical about money. You're dead, number five. Igor, get in here and kill them. Thank you. Number Is three, Igor. Mm -hmm. Number three. You test the training by putting on brass knuckles and punching our man in the stomach. Now, get out of here before I kill all the rest of you. I love it. I love it. I love those brass knuckles. Yeah. Quint took a big old <laughs> chunk right to the hoo-ha there. Yeah. That was awesome. All right. Well done. Also with us. And finally, Brian, he was right. The entire thing is being narrated by the cat Ibbet. It's totally, mm. it, it's totally true. <laughs> uh, hello, Woodshire Animal Shelter, where everything smells like pee. This is Todd. <laughs> Oh, yes, we have we have lots of animals. Uh, what exactly are you looking for? Okay, smaller animals, lap animals, sure. Okay, that narrows things down. So, uh, great, do you have any allergies? Mm, yeah, I don't know if I'd qualify cameramen that can't get a full body shot as an allergy. Uh, oh, shampoo and conditioner. Okay, yeah, that does qualify as an allergy. Well, that won't be an issue with our cats and dogs. Speaking of which, uh, one of the things that we have to do before we can let you adopt one of our little gems is to make sure that they're going to a tender and loving home so that I can get an idea if you're ready to adopt a pet. Let me ask you a couple of questions. Let's say you adopt a cat and it makes a mess on the floor. What would you do? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. You'd you'd deceive the cat into revealing the secrets of its species in an elaborate scheme where you'd lure it onto a train where you'd make its death look like a suicide, then blame the British intelligence agency. Yeah, that seems a little overly complicated to accomplish anything. Uh, we we recommend picking up the cat and taking them to the litter box and then showing them how to oh. dig in the sand. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right. With spikes in the tops of their shoes. Yeah, I get it. You're, you're joking. You're, you're not serious, are you? Okay, yeah, you had me going there for a second. Okay, well, I think we've got just the cat for you. I'll even throw in some betta fish if you want to uh, come down to the shelter, Mr. Oh, I can't believe I haven't asked your name yet. Number one? Uh, yeah, you'll need to learn to pick up after their number one, their number two. Oh, that's your name. Oh, okay, is number one. Uh, no, what, what about your real name? Pablo Feldstein? I can see why you'd want to shorten it. I wonder if you could shorten your real name instead. Let me see. Pablo Feldstein. Pablo Feldstein. No, I guess you better stick with number one. <laughs> number one. I yeah, see what yeah. you did there. I see what he was doing. That was awesome. 
That uh, poor cat was getting molested. I know. <laughs> Some animals were harmed in the making of this film. Sure feels like it. I don't know about yeah. your cats, but they hate it. Like she, oh, she God. loves to get petted cat. there for a little while, and then after a while, yeah. it's just like bite. It's enough. <laughs> yep. Do you think it's fair? Do you think it's mean to put two beta fish together and let them fight? Like is that yes. a, yeah, yeah, you think? Sure. Yeah. That was a horrible thing to see. Okay. So the reason I'm asking is like okay. if they, they are known like they were making out. They're known for this, right? Like <laughs> that's what they do. So if you're yeah. making a movie and you're trying to have some metaphor about the fish, is it like is it unethical of It would be animal cruelty for sure. This is definitely not a there was no PETA or ASPCA thing at the end of the film. Not 63 with their James Bond film. Nope. No. It's it's probably the best example we have of people making movies at this time are just trying to put things on the screen that you might not have seen before and go, see, look, Mm. wow, that's weird. That's exotic. Mm. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I think you're, I think you're probably Lady shaking her belly. Mm -hmm. Oh. Uh (laughs) No, we talked about this before, but beta fish and Japanese fighting fish, same thing? Or did they just say, uh, nobody knows what a Japanese Japanese fighting fish is? Oh, I have no idea. I didn't. Now that you say it, I guess I knew this, but I, I, yeah, I think that's just an American thing. We don't know. We're not, we're not cultured. Why don't they call them alpha fish? Because the alphas are supposed to be the fighters. Alpha fish too, right? Yeah, beta fish are beta fish are like the little meek ones. The final version won't kill each other. No, it's (laughs) two T's because it's it's not beta. It's a beta. Beta. Beta fish? Uh, beta I'm a fish. better fish. I'm a better fish than you. <laughs> so hold on. Could you bring all so the fish to the yard? We, we go from beta to what? Gold master fish? Is that what you get after that? That's right. Okay. It's, uh, but it's with two T's. The fish is two T's. Right, the, right two T's. The Greek symbol. Oh, oh I didn't know yeah, that. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I always assumed like, it was. I can't believe it's not beta. I want to see a Omega fish. Ooh, Omega <laughs> fish. Anyway, this is our second of uh, the Terrence Young, uh, the, the Sean Connery freaking James Bond movies. In fact, it's the second in the series of films as well. And also the only one that uh, Ian Fleming actually, well, not the only one. It's the last one he saw before he kicked the bucket. And right. uh, he would never see this anything more. Yeah, this may have been it. I don't know. <laughs> Was my book this complicated? Right. <laughs> uh, I feel like I'm watching porn. Anybody feel like I'm watching porn? I'm watching porn, right? <laughs> the movie is very much like the first movie didn't seem to be this way. The second movie is, boy, is a lot of like pervy, like just. Perv. Yeah, the first the first hour, yeah. the second half gets gets better. But the first half is nothing but it's like theater of the, of the mind porn. Everything is just like. Oral fixations and let's right. look at a lady. Unnecessary girl dancing. fights. Yeah, and girl yeah, fighting girl for fights. no reason. Uh, him making comments like, oh, yeah, she's perfect. It's just like, a, I don't know. It's just a bunch Boy, of heavy breathing men. But yeah. man, is it tame compared to where it would go, right? I feel like, yeah, yeah. like yeah. the mouth comment and. Uh, doesn't he say something about her legs when he's looking at the periscope? Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure he does. Yeah. Yes, yes, he's just looking right up her skirt. It's the first pretty much skirt in the history of cinema. Yeah, but they're not even. That's not even that, the actor's legs, by the way. Uh, the director disliked those legs, so he said, ah, "Let's get a stand-in." Oh, so that's right. a different lady. It's not even the same. I lady. need some yeah. better. I need some better. What do they call them? Gams? What do they call them? Better gams. Back better gams. Yeah, yeah. Okay. There you gams, go. Yeah. Nicely done. But and then there's a couple. I think things he says with uh, with Sylvia Trench in the uh, in the boat. Uh, like the one, when he gets the call to to leave, mm. um, but it it feels like that's even tame compared to where we see comments like that go in future films, especially in the Roger Moore 
era. Oh yeah, he was innuendo Jones in, the, in yeah, those movies. Yeah, there, there were innuendos uh, nestled within his innuendos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> can, in, we, can, we come back and, can we come back and kind of work our way through this? Like you just mentioned, sure. Sylvia Trench. Which yeah. wow, <laughs> I was amazed that she was in this movie. That that's like right out of the gate. It's, so, so okay. So first, actually, actually, returning character. I guess other than M and Q. And yeah, yeah, and yeah. yeah. I have to actually bring myself back right out of the gate. The thing that really blew my mind about this movie is that they tried so hard to show the opening credits as projected on the bodies of people, and it did not work. That mm. they got to a point where they just like abandoned the project mm. and they start right. putting the, the text on the screen as text <laughs> because you can't read it. And it just made me, oh, it made me so happy that the movie yeah, was self-aware that early. Mm. You got to love the fact that they like you're seeing kind of the genesis of what they would do for so many opening credit sequences mm-hmm. with, you know, digitally projecting mm-hmm. uh, words on women's bodies and guns and then elements from the movie. Like Goldfinger is such a great one because you see all the, or not Goldfinger, uh, Goldeneye, because you see all the statues that are in that kind of Russian statue graveyard mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. And the 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 hammer and sickle uh, symbols getting crushed and destroyed and things like that. But the fact that it's like, somebody said, uh, you know, how about instead of just rolling credits, we just project them onto somebody on, onto women's bodies while they're dancing and shimmying. Oh, it's pretty this cool. Sort of thing. It actually worked pretty well. It, I was surprised. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. Uh, what surprised me, and I had not remembered this, is that the opening credits had an instrumental version of from Russia yeah. or from Russia with oh, love. Yeah, Matt yeah. Monroe, Matt Monroe yes. sings it. Yeah, yes. from Russia uh, with love. From Russia with love. <laughs> but, uh, I was surprised that it was the lyric, lyric free version. I did not remember that. And I think from here on out, it's all with lyrics, right? Yeah, I think, I think so. you're right. Yeah, yeah. I think this, uh, it's Shirley Bassey in the next one, right? Is, is Goldfinger a third? Goldfinger. No, uh, next or, one is, uh, uh, yes, Goldfinger. Sorry. Yes. Goldfinger, Goldfinger is yeah. next. Yeah. That one definitely has uh, the. And I think that version. establishes it and it kind of stays that way for, for the rest of this, the series. And it's just funny because you can kind of see him fumbling around with it. It's like, the first one yeah. was bad at it, and also the first right. one had that weird, you know, the, the opening gunshot is not James Bond, and the guy's off center, and it's all weird. This one did that, too. And right. it's like they're they're not quite yet seeing these two elements that are going to be so iconic for the series. And it feels like by Goldfinger, they're like, oh, yeah, shit, we should lean into this and, you know, make so this I, a thing. You know, I've seen all to. these movies uh, probably at least two times each before, and and so I wasn't surprised per se but I was surprised in the first sequence at how much this movie references Dr. No, like this movie wants yeah, you yeah. to compare it to Dr. No. Mm-hmm. And I well, did the continuation did. of the story too, because the, right, the actor who's playing, uh, uh, Dr. Claw over there with the cat, he's the, <laughs> well, he's the guy from the first one. Right. Yeah. So, and, yeah. and like literally in the first scene r- says, you know, like we're going to do, we're forget that Dr. No idiot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you right. know, like we're, we're going to carry on. So like, it gives you the impression that we're within a few days of these uh, yeah. events. It uh, probably, it yeah. probably knows the answer to this question, but yeah. Blofeld shows up here in first one, this one. And then I, does he show up again and tell the one where he gets thrown into the smokestack, or is, or is um, that it? I mean, that's that's, uh, that's for your eyes only with with more. I think he's right. in yeah. at least one more okay. Connery. Okay, because um, they do want him to be the ultimate. Pleasance, if I remember correctly, that we see later on as 
Oh, do they show um, his face? I didn't know that. We we just see oh we see several Blofeld faces. Uh, one of them is the guy who is in the Rocky Horror Picture Show that has no neck. Okay, so the answer to your question, Scott, <laughs> yeah, is this is the this is the first time this is the first time we see and hear Blofeld, so to speak. We only see his right. hands, but we we hear him. Yeah, uh, we're gonna we're gonna uh, have the same thing in Thunderball. We see and Thunderball, hear him. That's right. Yeah, and then uh, it, they switch over to Donald Pleasance for "You Only Live Twice." And uh, then on Her Majesty's Secret Service, he's uh, Telly Savalas plays Blofeld, but that's right. Um, that's right. But in none uh, of the Spectre, none of the Spectre stuff in the in the Daniel Craig era it has anything to do with him, right? They just, sure, Blofeld yeah, is uh, uh, Christoph Waltz. Christoph Waltz. Yeah. Oh yeah. shit! Yeah, and yeah that's, it's all that's, related, and that's only two movies. He's, he's only, <laughs> it's related. You might you might misremember the Daniel Craig stuff, but. Uh, Blofeld's only in two movies. He's Inspector right. and he's in No Time to Die. Okay. Yeah, I don't yeah. know why it wasn't clicking with me that that's this. I know he's. I never like, knew about the Spectre, Spectre thing growing up because I didn't start in uh, James Bond stuff until like Roger Moore, and so yeah, it all same. seemed a little weird. I'm like, what is this again? I don't know who yeah. these people are. Whatever. Well, okay. It's, it's such a great like you know all these <laughs> backronyms, right? Like Smirsh and yes, uh, Smirsh. Spectre. Yeah, it's like. like all right, let's call our, our our group Smirsh and let's see if we can right. figure out a uh, <laughs> let's work Something backwards and see if it. we can come out with a right with a, a backronym <laughs> that works for that. You know who's a really uh, interesting face in this is uh, actor named Vladik Shabal. He played Kronstein. Uh, oh yeah, the one that got the boot to the butt with the poison. Uh, yeah. the oh, end. oh right, yeah. something about that player. guy's face. I don't know what it is, but. He's a very interesting angular Eastern European looking, yeah, looking dude. And this this is his second uh, James Bond film by a certain technicality. Uh, he was in um, Casino Royale. Oh, the oh. the Prague one, yeah. not the uh, no, 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 the, no, the, David the, Niven one, no, no the David the, Niven one, yeah, the David Niven, the anachronistic Peter Sellers, yeah. yeah, okay. Oh, really? Oh, that's which great. is also yeah. not lore. It's not uh, right. canon. Yes, that's, that's why I said it's an it's anachronistic oh. yeah. concept. Can, uh, before we get emails, uh, this just don like not dawned on me. I just discovered this because I was trying to find what the what it stood for. Smirsh is a real it is a real umbrella word, yeah. agency, and I did not yeah. know that. I yeah. was like, yeah. <laughs> Smirsh was a yeah. another uh, Ian Fleming, but still, it was uh, somebody still had to make it up, so it's still stupid, still stupid. But yeah. well, and it's, it's not, not for James Bond. It's it's basically Russian, Russian. for death to spies. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. So yeah. I guess um, the other Smirsh. casting thing that really is. <laughs> Uh, big deal here is uh, Robert Shaw um, as our kind of head baddie yeah. the assassin yeah. guy. He was uh, Quint in Jaws and yeah. it couldn't yeah. be more different. Lighter. Such a different looking dude sure. by then. It you, much time. Uh, it's funny that you say the, the baddie because the first thing I thought of when I saw him training or, or you know, uh, uh, it wasn't until you see him in the yard uh, and the second time you see him, that I'm like, oh my god, this is like the Rutger pre Rutger Howard. It yeah. totally is Rutger. I, I even question myself. Wait a minute, yeah, barrel chest yeah, like no. that same build that Rutger Howard. Uh, that's oh, the kind sure. of body build you get when you uh, just work out in the yard somewhere with some weights. That's, yep, that's, that's uh, it. That's yeah. it. Those are those are that's white trash muscle right there. My yeah, friend. it that's, is. It's just we're, it's just nice. moving around muscle is what he's got. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but I, it, it took me a minute cause I was just like, I know this face. I know this face. I looked it up and I'm like, Oh my gosh, it was freaking Quint. How is that even possible? And then the weird bit is I thought Quint was like 
68 years old in Jaws. Yeah, he <laughs> right? seems yeah. so old, old grisly guy. Yeah, yeah. he died yeah. in 1978 at the age of only 51. He was like 40 something. Younger than us. Yeah, he was insane. 46 yeah. in Jaws. Yeah, which just and, people looked older yeah. back then, dude. He smoked a lot, yeah. so maybe that did it. But Well, you, you know, he, he he was trying to look unkempt too, right? He had that grisly beard and everything, and he was just... Yeah. But in this thing, yeah. he was just so clean. I guess, yeah, you're right, because in this, he's really clean shaven, and he just yeah. didn't look like the same guy at all. He was he was shorn from head to toe. I love that because Sean Connery was hairy as f. I love those hairy legs on the on the <laughs> and, swamp. I don't know where they were at, but it was interesting. Yeah, he's and hairy. while we're doing ages, Sean Connery was thirty two, thirty three while filming this, and I can't believe that. That's weird. That is not, not true. I, like, <laughs> there is just it just doesn't make sense that this you know middle aged looking man is in his early thirties. Yeah. I just don't. Wow, he's got the, he's got the build of a thirty three year old, I guess, but he doesn't. He does not look, he doesn't look 30s, like not no. even close to me. To me, if anything, he looked like an older guy. They put too much makeup on him to try to young him up. Yes. Um, yeah. And I know that was a thing at the time, that era of the 60s. There was a lot of makeup on these people, but, um, or it was more obvious or something. I don't know, but it, it just, yeah, he does not look early 30s. So then, so then his best friend, uh, Pedro Armandaris. Yeah. Pedro Armandaris. Uh, oh, I, I love that character. I, that was such a great character. Yeah. He's, but, good. Uh, yeah. he's 51 making this movie. And you and now you put the ages Kerm, together. You're like, Kerm, they probably Kerm. would. Oh, Karim. Yeah. Yeah, Karim. Yeah. He died the yeah. same year uh, at 50, age 51. Um, what a great character. I, I think I needed, I need more. John, James Bond doesn't have like real close associates in most of these films going no, forward but this guy's kind of like, like the turkish uh felix yeah. leiter yeah right yeah kind of yes. like his his uh buddy from another country kind of like yeah. <laughs> same same job different country kind of like yeah. oh all right don't don't look okay, we're gonna couple uh romani women are gonna fight to the right. death in front of you don't say or do anything just watch remind me right. had, uh, remind me of the haggard character in uh uh not haggard the guy who just died um Bobby Coltrane. Bobby Coltrane played uh, in, in GoldenEye. It was very similar. Um, right. Uh, yeah. Ally, Russian yeah. ally type guy or whatever. Except it was Russia, yep. I guess. Which is I like, was actually really upset that they killed him. And I'm like, oh, you don't even let me see him how he died. Right. He, just lived, like he at a, least deserved that. It's screen death for a major character that doesn't, yeah. you know, that Boom. only serves to just get him out of the picture. It doesn't really move the, the story forward in any, no. you know, the, the story could have easily continued with Karim living. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Agreed. Who's yeah, the la- yeah, who's I, the crazy lady? Like the 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 Cleb Cleb? Yeah, Rosa. Yeah, Cle- uh, not Rosa. Cleb. Oh, oh, What's yeah, Ro- Rosa, Rosa, Rosa. Yeah, Rosa, Rosa Cleb. Cleb. That's right. Rosa yeah. Cleb. Okay, yeah. Lottie yeah, Lenya. Lottie Lenya. Lottie, so. Lottie Lenya is a better Bond girl name, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Her real name <laughs> is a better Bond girl. <laughs> so you guys know Lottie Lenya very well if you're familiar with the song "Mac the Knife" by Bobby yeah. Darren or his cover right. of it, because he name checks her at the end of the song. Miss Lottie Lenya. Oh, Lucy Brown. What? Because there's been characters based on her too. Right, she well, she was uh, she performed in all the three penny or in two major productions of three penny opera, which is where Mac the Knife came from. And she was actually married to the writer Kurt Vile. Uh, uh, the other the other people he mentions, I believe, are just characters Lucy Brown and uh, um, James Bond got a lot of a lot of uh, travel for for this type of character later on. So they this is this is her. 
She only had 10, 10 acting credits, not much. Um, also, right. she really didn't want to be an actor. No, like, it didn't feel like it. Like, it was weird. It goes, she goes from 31 and then 60s and then 80 is the last thing she did. She died at 83 in 1981 and was born in 1898. My gosh. Wow. Yeah. yeah. The only reason why she did this is because uh, they told her she could kick Sean Connery with that boot knife. And she's like, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> but she I could hate barely walk. Like, she could kick with it, but man, she could not walk in it. Like no. that whole last no. scene where she's just yeah, they, trying to get across the hotel It was weird. Room. They had a platform lift on that one shoe. I didn't understand yeah. it. It was it yeah. was weird. And let's, I, I mean, get like that's where that's where I have to stop and say, I compare this movie to Dr. No. That's, I think, the natural comparison. Sure. And I think this is a better movie than Dr. No. I agree. Oh, I agree. I agree. I agree. This is actually, yeah. uh, this is, trying, and, and we'll get refreshed when we see Thunderball and Golden or Goldfinger and Diamonds Are Forever and stuff like that. But I remember this being one of my, one of my favorite of the Sean Connery era. Um, I'm not not gonna because lie. of the overcomplicated plot, but because of the, uh, like just the because the, it's not as it doesn't get as silly as some of the ones later on do. Yeah, yeah. like uh, the first hour of it though is like uh, I was really having trouble yeah. getting into it because it literally is like the template for every porn you've ever watched. I mean, it, it's just it's so leans on porn. that on Tatiana being a huge James Bond fan and practically yeah. a stalker, and so much of it relies on her unstoppable admiration for him. And when they were doing the recording and she's going, make love to me, James. He's like, focus, yeah. focus on the shit we're talking about. And she exactly. just kept doing Hold it. On. Where, where can I find this um, decoder <laughs> box thing? I actually, I actually really appreciated though, that they went ahead and let uh, the, the Brits know what was up in advance. Like, so, yeah. so like the first time you go into headquarters, they're like, so, uh, there's a there's a Russian spy and she's gonna pretend to love you, you know. And you're <laughs> you like, it's oh, a trap. Okay. Yeah. yeah, like that was uh, that was really helpful to me because like it could have been a, a really bad movie if I'm spending the whole time knowing a bunch of stuff that James Bond doesn't, mm -hmm. sure. <laughs> you know. Right. Yeah. And like like I say, where the reason I wanted to compare this to Doctor No at this point was because you brought up the 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 knife in the shoe, sure. which is the most ridiculous thing in the movie. Of course. And no. I had to, I had to stop and say what what's the most ridiculous thing in Doctor No and it's the the tarantula sequence for me. That's oh, very ridiculous. Yes, yeah. And this is not as ridiculous. The knife in the shoe and she's you know helplessly kicking at James Bond <laughs> and she's never going to make contact because she's no. 5 feet tall. Right. Like, that <laughs> But I I love that. That's kind of like the, they had the they had the mental, mentality of a 13-year-old like in the back of every freaking comic book was an ad for some kind of shoe oh, knife yeah. or some kind of crazy gadget yeah, or some glasses kind of, and, uh, i thought the, i thought the yeah. craziest thing the dumbest thing they had was the it, it, the the was the russian consulate where they had the periscope they had a whole periscope oh, like you right. know how periscopes like, work right is it in the wall in a rat hole Did, why even have a telescope up and down What's two mirrors is all you need. Two mirrors. Two mirrors. And, and the PVC it's own loan. Yeah, the guy own loan from the U.S. governor or something. It's like, yeah, the Russians are sitting there looking. Oh, look, the uh, the periscope's going. Yeah, the periscope. You, you can't even hear anything, which is the most important part. Yeah. I mean, all you could do is see legs. Yeah. If you were, yeah, that, it's like, oh god, no, yeah. that was dumb. That was pretty dumb. At least you could stab somebody I, with a shoe. I I do like the briefcase though. That if you don't open it the right way, right way, the yeah. the uh, lethal the the nerve gas which but, james bond immediately jumps into to tackle yeah. uh, 
<laughs> to tackle. Yeah, it. what was supposed to be in that? Was it just a confusing smoke, or was it meant to be no, like it's supposed to be a nerve gas? I thought. I thought I, yeah, man, I thought he said tear gas. Yeah, tear gas? I, yeah I think it was. He did say tear. Gas. They used tear gas a good bit in this movie. So, so, would, so James Bond is like, like I've seen worse. That's correct. Yes, it is a tear gas bomb. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but he's you know he's been like building his poison up like in Princess Bride. Yeah, exactly. He's got a he's got an immunity to iocane powder. So what? Conceivable. Exactly. But again, I appreciated that this movie took the time to to overexplain because like yeah. you might miss it and it has James Bond look at the locks on that briefcase and twist them at least yeah. three times yeah. at least three times in the movie you clearly see him demonstrating that he understands how to use his own gadget and I yeah. appreciate that yeah is Q you know I don't think you ever see Q do this in any other movie but like all right now you try it uh, yeah, okay, yeah. I just turned yeah. these 90 degrees and open, or yeah, 45 yeah. degrees, or 90 degrees and open. Great, easy. Yeah. And this also wasn't <laughs> in his like lab. In fact, isn't this because Dr. No didn't even have Q, right? Or did it? I don't remember. Uh, Doug I know Q was in, it yeah, did. he was in the first one. He was, okay. I don't but remember he didn't that come in the office and show all the cool stuff, though, did he? He uh, didn't do his little stick. I don't think he? so. I, I think he did. Did he? I think he Might did. He, did. he just didn't go into Q laboratories. Yeah, which yeah. we yes. didn't do here either. And then I think from the next one forward, that becomes a sta- staple. That's what they do every yeah. time. Um, but I kind of like the nonchalant sort of like, hello, James, here's some shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love how when he first, when James Bond first walks in the door, Desmond Llewellyn is standing next to Money Penny, and uh, M uh, has just also entered the room, and they don't say yeah. anything. Yeah, like James yeah, Bond, yeah. James Bond throws his hat and he's like, uh, "Look at that!" They just all the look at each other in an awkward silence. I was like, okay, "Well, he didn't know that they were in there. Work. He turned around thinking it was just going to be Money Penny. It's time to impress her and kiss up on her and yeah. be weird again in the office." Yeah. And then Do they close talk like that again in later shows. No, I don't think so. I think <laughs> I think the Money Penny stuff was way less weird in the yeah. subsequent films. I could be wrong, yeah. but. He was he was breaking all sorts of whatever training meeting they yeah, had on sexual yeah. harassment. He ignored it all, all of it. Yeah, I it, they, they had the office. They they very much had this office uh, parallel. Like if you work in office, you'll get these jokes. Right. And yeah. I I don't know if they did that later on, but it was it was real heavy handed here. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Uh, <laughs> by the way, we're talking about Dian- Daniela Bianchi's legs. How do you say her name? Bian- Bian- yeah. Bian- Bianchi maybe. Bianchi. Yeah. Oh, um, she didn't do much. She stopped working in the '60s, but she. Uh, <laughs> Was only Her twenty. Quit. She was only twenty-one in this. <laughs> twenty-one freaking right. years old. Wow, craziest. She's the youngest actress to play a, a leading Bond girl. And if you look at pictures oh, of wow. her, she does not look twenty-one. She looks, no, she does not. She looks very mature. She looks thirty-eight. I need, I need, to, I need to correct us right now. Uh, right. Des, Desmond Llewellyn was not Q in Doctor No. Okay, right. I, that's yeah, I it was another. That was, was, it was Peter, another Peter actor. Yeah, and and the character wasn't named Q in Doctor No or in this movie. Was he uh, in, in from Russia with Love? Uh, he was named Bootfroid. Bootfroid. Yep. Bootfroid. Yeah. Yep. Wait. All right. <laughs> wait yeah. a minute. Wait he, a minute. He's Q is never in the in the Ian Fleming books. Q is uh, like he was in later books. The other the like other okay. authors that took over the James Bond series, but uh, oh, that was Q Peter, Branch, that was, yeah. but no no character <laughs> named Q. I did not I know like that. It. That's fascinating. Yeah, uh, okay, so he's so. I mean, he's one of my favorite things about all of them. So I'm glad sure. they went that way. You know, that's way more pay fun. Pay attention, James. Yeah, please <laughs> pay attention. He's always pissed at him. I love that. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but back to 21 year old, just real quick. Sure. I'm, I'm, bu- I'm a little bugged. 
by this director going, I don't like her legs. Get a get a double in here for this. Sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. Sure. That's not nice. That's not I, nice. Well, you know, we say that I have a her legs. Maybe she's got that's like, true. you know, maybe they're bowed out. I don't know. Mm. And that's fine if you have bowed legs. I'm just yeah, saying well, how do you, maybe it's, how do you, you feel can't about see him a periscope. Uh, Glenn Close dubbing all of uh, Andy McDowell's lines in that uh, Tarzan movie right. or uh Whoa, wait, wait, which wait, splash, wait. Which wait. splash uh, Is that true? I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, so the Tarzan the, the movie that had uh Andy McDowell as Jane. Yeah. Uh unbeknownst supposedly unbeknownst to her, they had Glenn Close go in and redub all of her lines because they didn't like her her accent. Uh, the director didn't like her southern accent. That's wild. Would, would Flash Dance be Flash Dance if we didn't have somebody Aww. in Jennifer Bill's part? Oh, I, I mean, thought that was asking. her. You tell me that wasn't her. Now I don't know what to think of anything. Come on, that was yeah, absolutely yeah. Jennifer Bill's. That was, was her. Oh, you mean was like that? doing all the dancing? I see what you're saying. Like the yeah, yeah, doing the dance moves. She was not doing the dance. Moves. Oh, okay. Well, that I can see. Yeah, yeah. Sure. No, that was her in the that was her in the sweater taking her bra. If you if you still have a you know <laughs> that's that's still her. Wait, but. isn't it Jennifer Bill's? Hitting the the folding chair with the water coming down. Come on, that's got. No, tell me that's Jennifer Beals. I don't think that's her. That either. didn't no. require much dancing. It just was like, can you hit just the chair? Just getting soaked. I like how yeah. you evoked one of the great coming of age moments for all of us young males. Right. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. Sure. I wanted to protect you. Taking that bra off through that sweater is still a pretty iconic moment. <laughs> Hard to get it hard to By get the way, past. It's a sweatshirt, Rest right? In peace, Irene Cara, who was the Aww. the vocalist yeah. who brought us the flash dance theme song. Yes. Uh by speaking of people who are dead or not dead, um the women in this movie <laughs> almost, dead or not dead. The the two Romani girls that fought and then oh, this yeah. main girl who played the the main Bond girl, they're all still kicking. All these people oh, are wow. around. Yeah. Yep. Wait, 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 hold on just a second. Oh, oh wait a minute. <laughs> Daniela Bianchi is still alive. Yes, she is. She is. Uh, she was only born. Oh, she was only twenty-one at the time. I, she was, I, yeah, she was only twenty in this movie. I I didn't realize how young she was. Yeah, she's That's very amazing. young. Red on her light. But anyway, she's four. She was born in forty-two. <laughs> and then you got uh, who else you got here? Uh, oh, Miss Money Penny's dead. She died. What about Sylvia Trench? Uh, Sylvia Trench. What what a horrible name, by the way. It's a horrible right? horrible name, isn't it? It's just an awful yeah. name. Hold on, I can't find Sylvia Trench. Why, 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 why? I can't find her. Her, her uh, name is Eunice Grayson, and uh looks like she died four years ago. Oh, okay. Grayson, yeah. All right, so she did all right. Um, but everybody else, poof, done, out. Poof. No yeah. one's around. This movie was filmed by no one. No one was in it, except some girls. <laughs> no one was in it. You don't know anybody. No. These are really old people. You, know, you don't get it. I wouldn't like. Wouldn't it be cool if if we could find a movie service that somehow digitally, like maybe they use AI for this, and they uh, give you any movie of your choice, but digitally eliminate anybody, any actors who have passed on. I love so that, this idea. So that basically you get all the scenes and all the dialogue from the people who are still alive, but everybody else is completely just I blanked out. Idea. You know what? That's not bad. I would I was, love to watch Wizard of Oz where no one is there. It's just like empty shots <laughs> of fields. No, this is what Casablanca is. Casablanca is a great example of this because zero people yeah. exist that made it or sure. in it, had anything yeah. to do with it. There's no children yeah. that are old now or any of that. And so you would just have a camera moving around that bar. That would be fascinating and scary as shit. It I would, would love be. to do that. <laughs> a candy factory with just a you know, couple of kids running you around. Willy Wonka. You could. <laughs> yeah. Somebody call those Dally mini people and say, look, work on this. Idea. I'm sure that could be done. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Just hook up with the IMDB API and uh, use that to figure out who's alive, who's dead. And just... There you go. There you go. Uh, Spielberg uh, says he was convinced to cast Shaw and Jaws, Robert Shaw, that is, in 75 because of this movie. I can't find anything to corroborate that, but uh, according to IMDb trivia, that is 
That is the case. I can't see what I, might would like do that. It's a totally different character. I agree. Weird. I agree. Yeah. I, I'd like to know how you find anybody to cast out of this cast list because this movie apparently like has the longest uncredited list on IMDb mm. uh, of like any movie in the 60s or something. They uh, it's hard to explain why. Like, why were their credits? only include a, a handful of people and then the uncredited list. Well, I, is, I'm, I'm sure it's probably because uh, uh, we wouldn't have the resources. You wouldn't have people living who probably, they don't probably have the paperwork. I mean, unless you're listed in the actual credits. Right. That's in what the I'm saying. Film, Why were the actual credits it. in the film so short compared to the number of people who performed in the movie? Like, I guess that was, that was how it was. That was, yeah, that's it just, that's it, but it's just yeah. wild because like, w- go look at the IMDb cast list for this thing. And there are a hundred right. uncredited people. What, oh, what yeah, is the actor studio guild, uh, even in 63 is it, does it even exist? Yeah. I don't even, who knows? Well, I mean, I think it existed, like, but I don't think it was screen actors guild. I mean, does that, but does everybody qualify? Did like, I'm sure the qualifications were different too. Let me see screen actors guild let's find out when did that I'll start that, i'll bet that goes back over 100 years it's got to be well during the studio system i don't think because studio system yeah, was what so. caused it to happen yeah. but okay here it is um uh um 19 oh 1933 right um and it went until 2012 and oh. then then there was a huge the sag afra uh, 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 union merger so now, Merger. so SAG is a thing, and Afro was a thing. Now it's SAG Afro; it's all one thing. But anyway, the the uh, yeah, so thirty three. That's a lot. That's actually older than I would expect. Uh, right, it, but I mean, uh, what was the yeah. qualifications during that time, though? I wonder. Um, the reason why I ask is because I, you know, I, I've I've watched for years. I had, I was trying to be a, a a published cartoonist, and I watched you know uh, the the cartoonist society and everything, and certain you had to do certain things to qualify to get insurance right. benefits and protection and that kind of stuff. So yeah. not everybody enjoyed equal rights uh, at the time. Right. So I'm just curious, you know, what would have been some of your rights? Would you just appearing in a film, would that have gotten you anything then? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they've changed yeah. and evolved over time have to be right. But um, yeah, yeah, it's so weird. I didn't know they technically dissolved it. Screen Actors Guild was dissolved in 2012 and then it went on to be this new Thing. So, what they dissolve it in wanna, Tom Cruise's uh, the bourbon? What they dissolve it? I, yeah. I just want I want to give you an example from this movie that kind of amazed me. Um, there's a, a a hotel concierge. When James Bond gets to Turkey, he walks into a hotel and there's a concierge. The guy has lines. Uh, his his name, the actor's name is Andre Charisse, and uh, he has 73 credits on IMDb. This guy was in a lot. Um, he was a French actor. Once again, this movie uh-huh. has, has no idea how to find any actual Russians or Turks. They, it, <laughs> the movie, like they're casting this movie and they're just like Russia and Turkey don't exist. Give us actors from anywhere else. <laughs> but, um, Andre Charisse is a successful long-term actor in, in his career. He's uncredited in this movie and he has lines. He gets to talk to James Bond and, and you just wonder like, I, was he underpaid? <laughs> you know, like maybe they got this guy for nothing. And so they just didn't feel like putting his name in the credits because they didn't pay him as much as the next guy standing next mm-hmm. to him or something. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It's really weird. I, th- I think, you know, obviously we'd mentioned the animal thing, even with fish, this wouldn't, I don't think they would have done that today. That would have been CG no. or something, you know, 
CG yeah. fish. You yeah, could, and and you probably could, would have like it would have been an off, that would have been an off screen death. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. off screen death. <laughs> yeah, he would. Oh, see how he's killing him. Watch. I will describe it to you. The one weird <laughs> right. thing I thought in this movie was when he went to his first hotel room and was looking for bugs and everything. Um, yeah, he they for some reason. They ramped up the Bond music in there in a way that was yeah. really distracting. So it was like he walked oh, in, it was sure. like, bad, 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 choice because there was that's, no action that's, the, that's his favorite part he feels like a badass when he does that so he was just humming it really loud to himself that's the reason why it was louder there. i well, guess so. and, and you know very well because you've seen recent james bond movies that it wouldn't you wouldn't have had a scene like that at all in in a newer movie like as you go back in time movies get a lot more cautious and paced and you have like let's establish that james bond is actually a spy <laughs> let's actually have some shots of him doing what a spy would do and that's entertaining to people it's like 60 years ago, right? Mm-hmm. And like, I, I also was wondering about the music, but like there were sequences in this film that had no music at all yeah. where there really needed to be music. Yeah. Like yeah. It, uh, what, was there a, was there a deaf person? Dr. No was like that too. Thing? I feel like I Dr. No was similar. Used to what, you know, what they do now and how, how well they're mm-hmm. able to fill scenes where there's no dialogue and give you music that sets the mood. Whereas there it's the, you know, the music was probably more, uh, we grew, know, that, more written I think, for specific scenes yeah, to be in the background. Yeah, yeah. I, and plus you got to remember, we grew up and like our first big movie experience was most for most of us was like Star Wars and right. Superman, and those are all very uh, that was that was that was really kind of uh, unique at the time having that much. music. It was the beginning of the blockbuster type yeah. approach. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, Star Wars in particular, obviously, but. But like yeah. everything from then on just felt like it was full to the brim. Call with, cinematic. Yeah. Right? Music here and action there. And, you know, in a way we're a product of that. And the 60s felt weird to me every time I see something in it. I'm just like, this is weird and kind of understated and quiet and then too loud. And then the did sound. You like, I, I, I'm curious if you come away liking it, though, Scott. Like, oh, I did. did. You, I really enjoyed it. Like this, the whole scene where he's walking around the room and, you know, like it, it tells us a whole story. It's not just James Bond is checking for bugs, but James Bond is trying to insert himself into a trap. And so he's actually looking for a reason to ask for another room. Right. right? At, which is what the, what his opponents expect him to do already yeah. know that he's going to do. And they're like, uh, give him the bridal yeah. suite. It was just yeah. so yeah. like, it was just so wa- quiet and walk around, but the music was just that. <laughs> like, I, I love that part. I love the procedural part of him investigating the room and going through all that was fun for me. Yeah, it was good. I, 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 again, I think that I like this a lot more than Dr. No. And yeah. I, uh, I'm with Dunaway though on the first, I just think the first part is a weird, it's just weird, tonally strange. It is. Um, yeah. But I think it gets better and it gets real good toward the end. And I, and I'm now excited for, when we sprinkle more of these throughout our viewing, I'm, I'm excited. For me to too. This one actually makes me more uh, eager to get to Goldfinger. Yeah. Doctor No made me eager to watch this. Yeah, yeah. Did, did you care at all that when he gets to Istanbul, he finds out that the the Turks working for the Westerners and the Bulgars working for the Russians are having their own little private Cold War? Like that? Right. Did, that, did any yeah. of that matter to you? No. 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 I mean, it did probably to someone then. The '60s were the height of all of that. But to me, it just rang weird, like just kind of like, oh, okay, secret, 
Secret shit going down, everybody. Yeah. Look out. We follow you each other. expect everybody's working with everybody in these films. You go into yeah. it with the expectation that, okay, well, that I bet that guy's working with that other person. Oh, they're not? Oh, but they're working with that guy? Okay, cool. Yeah. I didn't expect the shoe with the knife in it, though. I will admit. I did not see that. <laughs> I love the shoe. Nobody I love expects the, shoe, the with shoe with the knife in it. I really thought that that and, was stupid, but I didn't expect it. So I kind of loved that it happened, and it also struck me as a moment where we, where the Bond movies were locking in on this this idea of stupid gadget yeah. stuff right and, yeah. uh, <laughs> and how, how I, boring is a gun that you put to, that takes eight minutes to put together though yeah. like as a cue as a cue gadget yeah i i kind of liked it did you i like watch i liked watching him try to assemble that thing that was that was entertaining him, to me. him also, shooting like, the guy I, with a with a mouthful of grenade pins and having him drop it in the thing and that thing explode <laughs> yeah. that was great i really that liked that like, yeah. that helicopter exploded six times it was a yeah, it was it so was many awful. explosions <laughs> those helicopter shots were amazing because yeah, i really yeah. did feel like like you don't always feel threatened like you'll watch a scene with right. a hel- somebody getting chased by a helicopter and you go well that's not that's not reasonable yeah, just because lay helicopters because what are they going to yeah, do heli- like risk yeah. hitting the helicopters yeah. aren't really that fast i right. mean you can kind of roll away, but the way they filmed it, man, it like the helicopter was. And I was, I was literally saying out loud, you know, that's you're you're kind of useless in a helicopter unless you have a grenade. And sure yeah. enough, yeah. he had yeah. a grenade. Had a yes. Not a grenade, a million. Yeah, grenades. and a mouthful of pins. The guy would not spit out those pins, man. He was like, I'm hanging on to these. <laughs> well, that's a good thing, right? Because you want to hold on to them in case you need to put them back yeah. in the grenade. <laughs> oh, actually, <laughs> very good point. Yeah, I guess you're gonna if you don't want like the one you dropped, you dumbass. Put that yeah, thing back could, in there. You can never have too many pins when you got grenades, right? Is that the deal? That's, that's the that's, right. that's the rule. That's the deal. So this uh, this movie opens with a uh, a hedge uh, hedge maze fight. Can we please rank the oh. three greatest hedge maze scenes in uh, film film history? Oh, well, Shining. You can't you can't even compare. So that's that's our number one. I think number that's one number is Shining. One. That one's really iconic. What else? Uh, where do we where okay. do we put Goblet of Fire in this list? I, um, I mean, it's I. It might make top five. I think top five. Right. I can only think of three hedge oh, okay. maze scenes. <laughs> okay. Um, Maybe, um, uh, labyrinth. That's why I only wrote down three. Labyrinth, yeah, labyrinth is really labyrinth good. is yeah. like the oh, whole point. I forgot about labyrinth. Oh, yeah. you know, I'd put that one above Goblet of Fire. Yeah, yeah I think I would yeah. too. Um, Goblet of Fire. The, oh, right. just, just like Goblet of Fire, to, though. I happen yeah. to glance at it recently. The Maze Runner has a good hedge maze. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Well, they have. It's literally called you, the Maze Runner. I've never seen any of those movies. Aren't those um, called Hunger Games? Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. That's Insurgent Games. <laughs> insurgent <laughs> Games. There you go. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I can't think of any others, though. What other... I usually hate mazes. I don't like mazes. I know. Um, you hate mazes just as... As, as a rule. A rule. Yeah. yeah. I don't like Scott it when I go to... Scott that's probably why you never saw Maze Runner. When I go to Denny's... When I go to a Denny's as a kid, and you know the placemats yeah. that have a maze... Yeah. Oh F, yeah. F that shit. I draw on top I of it. I love that stuff. Oh no, I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. Oh, I Once hate again, amazing. I think Scott was a lab rat in a re- previous life. He's like, no. I like first person give me the shooters that are maze like because of the perspective. But when I'm looking down on one, something about it just annoys the shit out of me, and I can't even tell you why. I really don't have a good answer for why I don't. How like How do you mazes. feel about the movie Cube? Uh, I never saw Cube. <laughs> so that was. Should I see well, Cube? Movie. Is Cube worth seeing? Oh, yeah, oh we, need to, oh, we need to sack Cube. Oh, sack yeah, Cube, Cube is perfect uh, yeah. sackable. Let's sack Cube. I guess Pan's Labyrinth has a, uh, a maze in it. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pan's Labyrinth, Labyrinth. is going to have a maze in it. <laughs> <laughs> Another Labyrinth? That was pretty obvious. Yeah, yeah. another word, uh, Labyrinth word. I don't know. Like, I can be convinced with really good filmmaking, and the maze doesn't detract, but... 
you know, like in in The Shining, it just made me more scared. I hated yeah. that. Yeah, which is what you wanted. For that reason. Right. So, yeah. So, in that case, it worked and was right. good. But anyway, here's some scrutiny. I got some scrutiny. To yeah, share. me too. Uh, there's probably more than just this. But, scrutiny. Uh, the trivia says that Robert Shaw introduced Sir, Sir Sean Connery to the game of golf while filming the movie. Now. Why not? Sean Connery's from Scotland, the country that invented golf. Okay. <laughs> I don't buy this. That this Irish Englishman said, Hey, let me so, show you what golf is, Sean Con- And Sean Connery's like, Oh, never played it before. Good good fellow. Let's go play it, old man. Like, I don't think well, that happened. I just want to point out. I hit this ball and then go. <laughs> I just okay. call bullshit. I just want to put some scrutiny on your scrutiny. All right. You ever lose your we, golf ball? <laughs> we just learned today that James uh, Sean Connery was actually a young man. In, at this time, like Very he wasn't, young. he wasn't actually that old, and yeah. maybe he's been acting and like going from set to set for yeah. his entire career at this point, and it Making was his twenties, you know, and he was traveling a lot. Like maybe and, he and introducing him to golf doesn't mean he hadn't heard of it. It just could mean that he hadn't played it or enjoyed right. it. Before. No one, had, no one had ever put a golf club in his hands in his career as an actor up to this point, and he's you know only thirty one. All right, it's fair, right. fair points all around. I still found it super annoying to hear that. It was. It was a terrible piece of trivia. Yeah, I don't like it. Uh, Randy, you mentioned you had some scrutiny you would like to share. I did. And I'm lost. The lost scrutiny. The lost scrutiny. Indiana Jones and the lost scrutiny. I remember it. Yeah. I I want to talk about some some weirdness in this film. Go. Yeah. Yeah, You know, I thought, uh, you know, we've always talked about uh, James Bond's alcohol uh, consumption. But man, these first two movies, he really just goes all out with weird shit he's eaten. Like, I'll have breakfast in the morning, green figs oh. and yogurt and coffee, very black. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. yeah what how is you that? Coffee more black than just black coffee. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. Very black. I don't know what that means. It's either black but coffee or it's. Pick out the darkest roasted beans you can before you grind them. To it also just coffee. sounded gross. Like, what's a green? What's a yeah, green? It, um... He was always ordering weird shit. I was yeah. like, what are you ordering now, you weirdo? Yeah. I don't I don't know. His diet. Well, whatever. I guess he's 30 something. He's like young. A plate he's, full of yeah. raw string beans, some chocolate hunts pudding, and a... <laughs> it's always something like that. I was like, why? There, yeah. I'll there take the fish. Pop. <laughs> and there are also special. a bunch of there are always moments in these movies when you're like, oh, I can feel the the writer and the director trying to establish a place. Right. So like as soon as Sean Connery gets together with uh Karen Bay. Uh, they have to have Turkish coffee, right? We're in oh, Turkey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. And, so the, and they have it medium yeah. sweet, whatever that means. That's my Doesn't least favorite thing I've ever had in sweet. my life, by the way. The least favorite beverage I've ever had in my entire life was Turkish coffee. I hated it. I don't think I've ever it's had fun. it. We had it in a place that was like Turkish. They did pastries and it was all run by a Turkish family and it was okay. all very authentic. And people said, oh, you have to try this Turkish coffee that they cook in hot sand. And yeah. it was oh, like, geez. yeah, I know. I, I can't believe it. Did it taste like sand to you? Is it, that the price? It, 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 they it didn't. shouldn't have told you beforehand. I know. I don't like sand <laughs> in my food. Gonna... I don't want sand anywhere near my food, but it didn't get in there. It just tasted like ass. It was so bad. I'll never ever it's, drink Turkish it's coffee. It's not again. bad. But I, okay, if you're if you're if you, if you like, you'll. I think it would be okay with it. You think? But so? you're not a big coffee drinker anyway. No, though, right? I don't really like coffee. Got... I don't like the best of coffees. Don't taste good to me. I just don't like yeah. them. So yeah, Nibbit, you guys have a you have a better tongue for a better tongue, a better taste for. for <laughs> I, 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 I have a better tongue. You've got a better tongue, <laughs> James. I'm told I have a very it's large too tongue. Big. My tongue is too big. <laughs> <laughs> Do a hey, close-up camera shot. Got out the most. Oh, yes. okay. Let's oh, hold on. We got to play the thing. Gross. What is it? 
I think it's the sound that is made when you pull a James Bond mask off of a. Uh, oh, that's pretty good too. A, a Russian dummy. A fake Bond. That you're, uh, yeah, fake Bond that you're chasing. You know what? I'm going to allow it because I wrote it down as my grossest thing, and I put a little note saying not everything that's fake. Really? Like usually, when I know something's a special effect or done in post, doesn't bother me. This one actually did, and so let's play it it's... now. Here's the sound of that mask coming off right here. It's pretty gross. Oh, yeah, it's like he was yeah. literally peeling his flesh off. Yeah, that was. Yeah. And it's I like hate, the sound I hate of that... you pulling the retainer. Like if you had a, yeah. if you had braces and you had a retainer, that's the sound of pulling that that Ew. thing out of the roof of your mouth. That yeah. <laughs> oh, and it's been yeah, there all little, night, and you've been like little... breathing through your mouth, and it's all yep, like nasty. Yep. Oh shit! You just <laughs> made it. You just cemented that... it as the grossest thing that the grossed me out. Nice. I was nice a little job. pissed at that part anyway. I don't like movies that start off. With the, I don't like movies that start off with fooling me. I don't yeah, like the, that the fake out opening yeah. because that that breaks my trust immediately with the film. And I'm yeah. like, no, we need to we need to build some trust here first before you break it. And you just you just Agreed. ruined everything. Yeah, 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 yeah I agree. Also, didn't like the training zone they were in. The guys like swinging back and forth really fast and. Trying to shoot those dudes and flames. What was going on with that training zone anyway? It's like outside the training zone, you couldn't hear nothing. You walk inside, it's like (laughs) (laughs) flamethrowers and guns. Yep. And the guys, the guys that were human targets here. It's like, wow, okay, I guess. And the one, the cardboard guys were literally just like swinging back and forth. That is not a natural <laughs> training system. Like, no, no one moves no. like that. So, what are you freaking doing? I, I don't like when uh, in films either that when they have everybody is going full speed and training. Because if you ever go to the gym or any place where people are really training, you got one or two people that's going really hard, and everybody else is sitting there with their heads ducked down, sweating, thinking about their next move. Right? Yeah. yeah. But this was just like everybody's like full on 100 percent well then we're trying to impress the guest right there's a guest touring through Mm -hmm. yeah so it's like all right turn all the flamethrowers yep (laughs) no that's a good point show show us our full capacity get that knife boot yeah i would uh so okay there's two things in this movie that i think about all the time when i see them in other movies and let's let's go ahead and lay my crazy out for for dissection okay (laughs) okay here's number one is it normal for people and i'll say me to be completely weirded and freaked out by smiling belly dancers. There's something oh about gosh, when they're dancing so and then they hold yeah. that face. I think that's part of the performance. Like keep hold that smile, but it really, that's where I the, hate it. that's where the whole expectations for men, for women to smile comes from. I think it's like, uh, you sure be prettier if you're so pretty when you smile. Yeah. And, it, uh, like you enjoying like it. Yeah. Feels like there's something yeah. something to that, but it just really gets under my skin. I don't like it. Well, at I all. just watched I just watched Smile, and boy, that really freaked me out. The way she was going <laughs> Which to sound like a that. whole horror movie based on that concept, yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I can't wait to see that. I've been wanting to see that. What, did you like it? You yeah. came away liking it? Oh, I liked it, but you know, I, I like those kind of. Movies, I like horror movies. So, yeah, me yeah, too. I think yeah. like um, then the other one was I find train sequences on almost every single movie ever to be tiresome. Just really? boring as hell, oh, really? and I don't know why. Throw it's something train? about trains. Yeah. Well, throw them on from the train. Maybe is there are exceptions. Like there's certain and westerns. Only there for a minute. There's certain westerns where they rob a train that I'm fine with. The uh, there's certain, yeah. you know, where the train is a much more temporary construct. But when wow. there's a lot of dialogue and writing in one, po- and Polar, Polar Express, disagree. I don't like them. I don't know why. You don't I, like I Polar like Express because you're like in a confined space. Exactly. With segments and then a rooftop that you have to get on, but that brings its own little challenges and, and dangers. I don't know. I, I well, and 
And then, you know, Snow they, Piercer. They, this one, this one yeah. has a really, really funny trope. Um, oh, I do like Snowpiercer. Sorry, you got me on that one. That's that's a good point. Sorry, Randy. Go ahead. You busted me. I'm yeah. trying to I'm trying to conjure up what the trope is. But basically, uh, the whole time we're on the train, people keep saying, "Oh, let's go to the dining car. I'll I'll meet you in the dining car." You know the you know um I had to go back to the cabin, but I'm gonna we're gonna go to the dining car. Yeah, I'll see you in the dining have, car for drinks. Eventually, yeah. after like five mentions of the dining car, we go to the dining car. Oh, <laughs> I'm just like, this is so fa-. like nowadays, what they're experiencing would cost you fifteen hundred dollars a night. Oh, like, easy. What, yes. yeah, easily. Yeah. It's just insane how luxurious this is. Yeah, you know? your own birth, your own like all that. Yeah, I don't know. You just know, find them tedious. Mitte was pointless though. What's that? A lock on a train door. Yeah. I don't know why I kept saying, stay in here and lock the door. I'm like, what? So he can pull hard? Come on. That's not going <laughs> to keep her safe. Yeah, those doors are nothing. They're just like, yeah. Slidey little, I don't know. They remind me of yeah. like the stuff in oh, cruise I was ships. Gonna kill the, I was going to kill the lady, but I can't get through this train door. Oh. oh what will I ever do? Yeah, no, I agree. Um, it, I, Again, it's irrational. I don't understand it. I just get. Maybe it's all the wood paneling. I don't know what it is. Have you, seen, uh, you haven't seen the the new Brad Pitt bullet train movie, right? Oh, yeah. No, but that nice. looks great. And I would it probably is, yeah. have an exception for that. You know, like I would probably be fine with it. I think maybe the more action, like Train to Busan, amazing movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That never yeah. bothered me. I think it's what's happening on the train that, that gets me. And it bores me if they're just yeah. talking and hanging out in the dining car. Yeah. yeah well, maybe you just don't. Sure. Maybe you just don't like talking. Yeah. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe that's it. You give me some blood and some guts and some shooting and some jumping off the roofs and hit, getting somebody standing up, not seeing the tunnel behind him and getting whacked by it like that. There's some fun train fun. times we did. Uh, when we went to England, we did trains to get all over uh, the country up to Scotland and all around London and that whole area. And uh, I was always excited like to, or I was, I was as a kid, super excited to finally get to go into a dining car and eat on a train. Yeah. And uh, none of the trains that we went on had a, specific Aww. dining car they had a guy in a cart who just brought food and rolled it up and down and like oh you know, I guess I'll have a Kit Kat and a coffee thanks that's too bad because how are you gonna stock that that that's that thing. it made no sense to me like they're handed they're handed full menus what would you like would you like the fish the beef <laughs> like how I, how could you have where's this where's this kitchen yeah there's I, yeah. I'm assuming they have a they have a whole cart that's nothing but a like yeah. you know, just like kitchen. yeah kitchen cart kitchen cart but yeah. then like what a storage cart, cart cold cart uh Probably like a refrigeration card, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not going to cost any more to do that, right? You know, mm-hmm. I mean, used to be able. Well, I guess you'd usually just have two choices on uh, on airline flights, but you know, similar thing. You you think they would just say today you're getting chicken? Yeah, you don't guess what? You're getting, you're getting yeah. nothing, right? And that's the thing with the limited space on the train. That wine order should have been: Would you like the white wine or the red wine? That's, <laughs> right. Those are your two choices. Yeah, that's that's right. he asked yeah. for some crazy bottle that's like rare and yeah. hard to find. Yeah. And like, no way yeah. they have that on that damn train. Yeah, that it, uh, and it, and it also awful. made me mad at James Bond. So I mean, you have to you have to face it in this movie. James Bond is kind of sort of falling in love. He is. Yeah. It's it's hard to mix and mad. It's hard to explain. (laughs) It's hard to explain James Bond as a romantic person, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Because he's on the job, and he the movie starts with he's got a girlfriend now, and but then he's clearly playing the field. But with this woman, this Russian woman, played by an Italian actress, he is falling in love. Like he clearly cares about her. 
and he wants to make it work, whatever that means in his weird world. Mm. But he sits in that dining car and he watches his opponent drug her and doesn't even flinch. James <laughs> Bond does it. He says, oh, you know what? Drug her. Do it. Put that in that glass. James Bond, actually, I don't think he really does care about her. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but this I like is the it. pattern, though. Every James Bond movie, the last girl he's with is the one you think he likes the most and might stick sure, with. Yeah, right. He never does, but you think he might. Oh, no. It's, it's just, what's your, who's your favorite girl? The the most recent one? Yeah, yeah that's I'm, not right. Yeah, I would say, apparently James Bond is uh, a bit of a tool, I guess. Well, and, yeah. and how do you know James is sweet on somebody? He gets her in a boat. That's how you know. Yeah. I can't understand why I can't get women to watch this with me. I don't understand it. <laughs> yeah, weird, right? How how freaking weird. Why don't you want to yeah. watch my male fantasies movie? Come on, jeez. Yeah. Yeah. We heard from a listener who's has who watches film sack movies with their daughter every week before the thing and she couldn't do it. She was she got out of this one. She just yeah. thought it was just too damn sexist. She like couldn't believe she couldn't yeah. believe that in the sixties these you know, this was just yeah, like normal right. behavior. And I'm like, oh, I got mad news about the 70s and 80s too, because uh, yeah, some stuff. Man. So I watched it. I like the like Doctor No. I watched it with my kid, and um, I had some regrets. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, Doctor No <laughs> and this you. one, mm-hmm. but it wasn't actually like from his perspective. It wasn't as like there weren't as many like unacceptable, just flatly unacceptable things in this movie as I was ex- expecting to have to explain. <laughs> <laughs> I just like just like overall. You just really are going back in time 60 years. Right. You're just mm-hmm. looking oh, at the world. It's just pretend, you know? sir. Yeah. <laughs> old boy. It's just pretend, old boy. Yeah. Old man. Old man. Which set him up for his little one-liner after, which also yeah. felt like the first time the movies started leaning into the one-liners. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Not not hardcore like you'd get later. Like, I mean, the, oh. the Roger Moore era is nothing but one-liners. She really knows how to get her kicks. <laughs> Robert Shaw is four years. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> Robert Shaw is four years older than Sean Connery, and he's calling him old man. That's yeah, weird. That's pretty funny. He's also shorter. It says in the trivia that he um, really uh, he was on the he's Tonight tall. Show. Robert Shaw on the Tonight Show said that he had to stand on a crate in all of his scenes because Connery. Sh- We're going to need a bigger crate, taller than him. <laughs> <laughs> everyone, well everyone always think done. it's him who him who says that, but it's, it's not. It's not him who says no, it. But yeah, no. it's, it always feels name? like it is. Who is it? Who says it? Shit, it's uh, the sheriff. Yeah, it's uh, what's uh, not Richard Dreyfus, but the it's other Mr. guy. It's Mr. Shorty Shorts. It's not Richard right. Dreyfus. No, no, I think it's Richard. the other guy. It's the uh, come on, the guy with the glasses. Um, in the yeah. photo, he's sitting there on the left. He right was in that movie Robert we Shaw. watched. Yeah, twenty ten. Really shorty shorts. Remember twenty ten, yeah. the year we made contact. He was in that. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, Roy Scheider. Scheider. Roy there Scheider. you go. You. Yeah, he was in the blue. What's the one we saw? The helicopter one, Blue Thunder. Oh, Blue, blue Thunder. Thunder. Yeah, we've seen him a few times. That guy. Yeah. You know, COVID brain is weird. I can remember stupid, stupid shit. Like yeah. Blue Thunder. He's in Blue Thunder. Like, who cares? Why is that memory easy to get? <laughs> That's because COVID's in your brain going, like, hmm, what's tell the difference here? between a cough drop and a battery. Yeah. Yeah. Did the battery help yeah. your cough? Exactly. Oh, yeah. You guys missed that at pre-show oh, we yeah, talked about. Pre-show. That's why, hey, you should yeah. join our Patreon and, and uh, hear, hear that great story. Uh, all right. Anyone got anything else before we move on to some clippage? Oh, God. Uh, Let me see. No. I- all my things are crossed off. Periscope, now. that was dumb. Food, yep. got that. I just, I just got. <laughs> I just got. I got so hung up on what everything must have cost. It just like it was just mind blowing moments where like, how does Spectre afford to train up these lieutenants and then kill them? Mm. Like I just don't. It just 
dark money. I don't know, man. Like at oh. least, at least MI seven or what MI six? What what MI6. the hell is the MI6. agency MI6. called? And why MI6. is there a number yeah. in their agency name? Um, it's, it's all Dogecoin. Do, it's Dogecoin. At, That's how they pay for it. All of at least coin. at least the British Secret Service. Um, they're not like just expendable. You know what I mean? Like they're not just like throwing humans away as much as Spectre is. Oh no, Spectre does not like, give a shit. They're just like, yeah. Oh, you failed me. Enjoy this knife in your bum. How do you get to have an organization? <laughs> yeah. if you just I kill love your best you, people all the time. Yeah. But I loved it when uh, I did love. If you've ever been kicked in the shin, I just had an immediate uh, oh, yeah. empathy oh, and understanding sure, of when he stabbed in the back of the, with the calf with that stupid. Oh, I was like, holy sh! Yeah. I would hurt. I do love the idea that he's got this thug in the whole other side of the house of the room, and he's like, "Come over here." All right, now kick yeah. him. All right, great. Go back to what you were doing. I just love that. No, 10 seconds. Yep. That's how long it takes. We need to seconds. improve all of poison or whatever he said. Uh, all right, well, let's get to the uh, clips here. I got this uh, excellent time thing, whatever this is. Exactly one minute, 52 seconds. That's excellent. Oh, that's it. Mm, that's how quickly you minute. can kill mm-hmm. fake James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> that's so ridiculous, the whole scene. <laughs> and then you find out they were timing it? Why? Yep. Yeah, Why yep. were they timing it? Yep. <laughs> it uh, no I also captured the sound of Sean Connery peeling off his very tight uh, swim trunks. Enjoy. I'm just kidding. That's still a mask. <laughs> You can hear the cup. Yeah, you can hear that cup part. Um, <laughs> obey everything he says. You will do anything he says. And if I refuse? Then you will not leave this room alive. I will obey your orders. Good. <laughs> well, since you said it like that. Yep, I will obey um, it. I do well, not want to die. You I, will be it shot. Is, it is. Sorry, it what? is pretty pretty fantastic. Like you never you're never gonna experience this in in real life, right? Where somebody just basically says you have a choice, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, and your yeah. choices are do a thing or I kill you. Yeah, those are it's a really lousy choice. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's but not really same, a choice at the end of the day. But you, you know? can kind of understand, like it really does make the point. <laughs> oh yeah, you would you would probably agree with her at least in the interim. All right, Cleb. Here's a, <laughs> Cleb. Here's a Cleb. thing about uh, getting shot or something. You will be shot. Oh, I like how she whips right when she says shot. Yeah. You will be shot. That's very sixties. Absolutely, 60s the, the character that uh, Frau. Yeah, everything uh, Booker, was based on this. Yeah. Uh, the, the, uh, yeah, Austin oh, Clarence, Powers character uh, totally based on Floris? Yes. Floris Leachman. And then The Incredibles, all his stuff is based on, yeah. yeah. Uh, not, Clor- not, not Cloris Leachman from the, uh, I'm talking about from the Austin Powers. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh. But it's still the same ca- uh, character type. Her yes, name, exactly. What was her last name? Because it wasn't Blue. Blue was the one in. Uh, she was the mother of Seth Green. Frau, Frau Farbicina. Farbicina, yeah. Was played by Mindy Sterling. Oh, that's right. Nice. So it's 10 pounds sterling. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> here is uh, an annoying, what? Oh, world's most annoying ringtone. This is uh, his phone. Oh, yeah. F that shit. That was yeah. his car phone, right? Or no, was that? that was his yeah. when he was yes. in the boat with his, his girlfriend and his, and yes. his phone oh, in his pocket. Okay, yes. That was his pager. Yeah. yeah. Horrible. Hard to believe. Like, would anybody watching this movie in 1963 know what that was immediately? Yep. Right. right. Yep. Uh, here's the six-month slap. I haven't seen you for six months. Smack. <laughs> I like that. Slap that side of beef. That's right. Foley mm. artist. Uh, here, oh, here's Llewellyn. I love him. This is him. Yeah and yeah. Yeah and yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. 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 Don't put your finger here. 
in your face. In your face. There's no. So did, uh, <laughs> did did James Bond end up using every every single part of the briefcase? I yeah, think. I mean, it was really it was a gun, it was the tear knife. gas, and then it was the knife. The, yep, yeah. the bullets, the bullets were in the little. Oh yeah, the uh, the gold. Uh, the Krugerrands or whatever. Krugerrands, yeah. What were they called? Sovereigns, gold sovereigns. 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 Gold yeah. sovereigns. Yeah. Now, what does that mean? Does that mean actual like ancient? King's gold stuff. Is that what that is? I don't know what that is. Or is it just gold? I coins? just do it had just, value. Just valuable coins. Okay, just valuable yeah. Yeah. Queen's Queen's face on. They were uh, Chuck E. Cheese tokens that uh just, just like those. Okay. Just like those. Yeah. I like those. Those got you me. You could use uh, those at both Chuck E. Cheese and Showbiz. That's right. And they would play but <laughs> they both played Missile Command just fine. They were great. <laughs> right. yeah. I just looked it up. Uh British sovereign uh was a, a, a pure gold coin. Uh, right. pure pure gold quarter of an ounce of gold oh that's a lot cool. okay so, is that a thing that everybody you can, recognizes that paper money be damned can you have it can you get it like, yeah is it, okay yeah <laughs> there's collectors it? all around the world i'm looking there's all kinds of uh there's all kinds of uh, like markets for it people trying to yeah. trade it's like those i guess the whole idea was that you could you could spend it anywhere it wasn't traceable and i, I that I guess that's what the kind of the point was right yeah it's like those little and the those, royal the royal mint still makes them I'm, oh, I'm really? looking at them with, oh. with modern modern years. It's like those up. John Wick uh, patties he carries around. Yeah, yeah, around. John Wick patties. Mm. <laughs> All right, did I do this? In your face. Yes, I did. Okay, moving yeah, on to the next one. In your face, Bond. Here's something about medium sweet. Medium sweet. Two, medium sweet. Medium sweet. All right, great. Toot, toot, <laughs> medium sweet. Toot, toot. I may have added an extra medium sweet. Yeah, that's great, though. No. Um, all my oh, this seems like a bad business plan. All of my key employees are my sons. Yeah, no, it's a bad idea. Sure. I would I would count how many sons he had, but I didn't have the time. No, I I, I took that time. as you, when you started working for him, you became his quote unquote oh, son. That's be, not that yeah, because they kind of that hired you. Oh, because like, they did do that later where he says you are gypsy. my son now. Oh no, that was yeah. the gypsy guy that says you're my that's son. That's the gypsies, now. yeah. Right. But that like, might be tradition. Similar kind of thing, exactly. Like once you once you do this for me, you become my son. Brian, don't you See, have? I got Turkish? the whole mouth joke, but I didn't get that. That's don't you have? Maybe you have Turkish uh, or no? No, Hungarian. Hungarian. I was getting mixed up. Yep. You have Turkish. I, I had turkey yesterday, though. I'm always hungry for turkey. That's the problem. Um, I'm gonna have turkey when we're done today with the show. Same. Yeah, I got some left. Here's a horrible whistle sound. I never want to hear again. Hate that. Don't like yeah. it. Uh, here's that lady again. Alikarim Bay. Oh yeah, that whole scene with the uh, right, right that, before crap how blows that not up. The thing? How was that not the thing to gross you out the most? Her the tongue in that dang necklace, man. That oh was, yeah, oh, good point. Oh, right. Yeah, it's true. It sounds like she's saying back to bed. <laughs> I wrote Ali Kareem Bay, but I don't know what. Ali Kareem Bay. It probably is come back to bed, right? Probably, yeah, because it's then he like gets up like. All right, back to the salt mines. And I love that you refer to sex. Like, don't that ever, way. don't ever yeah. like use that term with your uh, your wife or your significant other. Yeah. Like, all right, back, back to, to the, the salt, salt mines. mines, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, this per- these people had uh, some kind of oral fixation. I'm telling you, it was it was weird. They I wrote this, yeah, but they were it. oral all day long. Ian Fleming. That's where his phlegm came from. His mm-hmm. mouth. So, <laughs> right. uh, pervy Con- uh, pervy Connery is what we got right here. I'd like to see her in the flesh. Yes. 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 Uh, answer my own question. I answer my own question. Yes. I'm yes. answer myself on. I yes. would answer my question. 
All right, thank you. This is a thank you from the gypsy uh, person. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Stereotyped as hell. Would you like to sleep with my daughters? <laughs> and for all the white people who are offended for the term gypsy, the we know it's the Romani people now. We're just working within yeah. the '60s era of film. Okay, so calm down. Exactly. Uh, great yell for the week. All right, that was good. <laughs> oh, that that, was that really fight good. in the uh, the Romani camp was full yeah. of those like. Yep. weird deaths and, <laughs> and that stupid gun thing where they they push the gun forward to fire yes it. they're yeah. throwing the bullets out of the gun is what they're doing <laughs> yep. yeah so dumb uh i loved this guy he's the he's the that's him again but it sounds like he's talking about dan stance resolution at the end i appreciated that they let kareem get shot in the arm and then they actually made a deal of it. They didn't like right. just pretend it oh, didn't right. happen. Like he's in a sling. Uh, when he goes to use the gun in the next scene, like he has to prop it on James Bond's shoulder because he's his arms hurt. Right? Yeah, I thought yeah. it was good. Yeah, right? he's a good he has shot. to start throwing bullets with the other hand. Right? <laughs> yeah. How else are you gonna get bullets out of those guns? <laughs> and then the bad guy come out of a, somebody's mouth. I was still. His, what is the oral fixation? Yeah, they're into it. How about this one? Here's some more oral for you there, Brian Dunaway, for you for the ordering of food. Green figs, yogurt, coffee, very black. All right. Very black. Very but black. No, blacker. Take what, it back. What's a green fig as opposed to a regular fig? I'm, I'm assuming a non-riped. Yeah. Yes. What is wrong with him? I don't know. Is he just shitting all day? Like just having the great worst? with yogurt. Is he just blow, having blowouts every half hour? Things. Poor guy. <laughs> I know coffee and figs. Yeah. Like an exactly. extra toilet paper, please. <laughs> if you could please bring up an extra bit of toilet paper. All right, mouth too big. I think my mouth is too big. Yeah. I think it's Not too for big. what I'm going to put think in my it. Mouth oh! Is too big. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. Uh, this lady is distracted hardcore, I wrote. There are 24 symbols, 16 code keys. It is inserted in a slot, and the message comes out in a pepper roll from another slot on the other side. The mechanism is. James, James, will you make love to me all the time in England? Day and night. (laughs) (laughs) You're talking about sex. Where where was I? (laughs) When she first refers to him, she calls him Gems. 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 Also, she's supposed to be Russian because her accent's like German. uh, Once again, an Italian pretending to be a Russian. You think there was a rule about them? Actually, getting Russians though, I'm like, sure there was. was. There a, I mean, it's probably yeah. some concerns. We were right in the middle of it, right? Mm-hmm. The concerns about getting a real Russian yeah. actor. Now, this final clip I'm going to play will make you wonder how this is even really the Quint actor because it just sounds like nothing like him. But here he is. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I only got him swore an hour ago. I busted every record getting here. That's just the most <laughs> not Quint. Like, nope. how, how do you? I mean, I guess he was a, a versatile actor. Yeah, yeah. he was an actor, but he was an actor playing a character who's pretending to have a British accent. Yeah, yeah. well, a I think he's one. British, isn't he? He's, um, no, is he Irish? I thought he was Irish. Or I don't Irish? know where Robert Shaw's from, but I mean that. Oh, that well, was the character the point that he had to fool. Yeah, James Bond into thinking he wasn't a Russian, and he managed to do it. And I was like, dang, how stupid is James yeah. Bond? No, Till he ordered point. red wine with fish. What a loser! Yeah, what a who does that? What a Come giveaway. Um, yeah, looks like he's Irish. And uh, and died in Ireland. Um, was driving around in a car with his wife and his kid, and just suddenly felt weird and got out of the car, oh, walked geez. around for a second. Goodbye, y'all. I gotta go. Had a heart attack and fell in the dirt. Died right there. Oh wow! That's the way I want to go. Well, 
driving on those little roads would would make anyone die. Yeah. Like it's uh, you guys yeah. figure out how to get home. I'm oh, out. Yeah, the way you describe driving in uh, Ireland, God, that it, stuck it, with me. We talked. Tina and I talked about it last night. We were telling somebody else the story, and it just still brings up this like fear. This Trauma. like <laughs> they might yeah. hear me. Yeah, that's great. And their weird uh-huh. roundabouts and all that crap. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, those are your clips, and that means it's time for the checklist. The film sack checklist goes like this. More Bondy than the last one we watched. Check. Mm-hmm. More pervy Bondy than the last one we watched. Check. <laughs> yeah. And finally, the template for future of all Bond movies. Yeah, I think so. I think this is a lot closer to what we end up getting kind of in the future. Although I'm really excited to see the yeah. next one because I've not seen that one. So uh, there's a lot of these I haven't seen. I think you I saw. Seen, uh, you've seen Goldfinger, haven't you? I don't think I if I have oh, wow. its pieces Great. of it, isn't that the one where he talks to him while he's on a saw or something and says, No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die a laser. Not a yeah, saw, and a I laser. can't remember yeah. if I've seen that entire thing or just that clip a th- thousand times. I don't oh, know. Excellent. But I'm excited to Ooh, get to it. So. Can't wait to watch it. Yeah, that'll be yeah. great. Uh, let's get yeah, to our start. I, I oh, like this pace, I think. Yeah, I, I do think I like, the, like a, every yeah. four one or five every months. six months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a good cadence. That's good. I like it. Yeah. It's like seasons in a video game. Uh, very, very nice. Hey, Star Trek connections, Randy. Did, did any produce themselves? We have one. I can't believe it. Like, yeah, generally speaking, go back in time to watch a movie. You're not going to find a Star Trek connection, but there is one. This well, is pre-Star um, Trek. Uh, yeah. So we have uh, Walter Gotell. Um, he played Morzini in this movie. We we talked about him a little bit. He's the one who says, "Welcome to Specter Island." And oh, like, yeah. oh, he was a he's the the training guy, <laughs> the act. one who. The one who said a, a minute fifty one seconds, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's that's Walter Gotell is that that actor. Uh, he was in one episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation. That episode was called Home Soil. Uh, he played the the main guy on the planet. His his character's name was Kurt Mandel, and uh, this was a, an episode where the Enterprise goes to a planet that the Federation is trying to like terraform mm-hmm. and discovers that there is a sentient microscopic sentient being living in the soil, and oh, they bring it onto the ship and like they talk to it. Yeah. And uh, also, this, if he looks familiar to you, you guys may <laughs> remember that this guy went on to be a regular in a ton of Bond movies. He's General Gogol. Yes. Yes. He, oh, he right. does come back as a different character in later Bond movies. Yeah. Moonraker, View to, View to a Kill, Spy Who Loved Me, Octopussy, all this stuff. Um, wow. Yeah. And, and like not a very huge, important role in star, as far as Star Trek goes, but that episode, Home Soil, is the one that gives us the description for humans that the creature the microscopic creature uses which is uh the quote ugly bags of mostly water and uh i i love that that has become like famous that's like a that's like a line from star trek that you remember that humans are called ugly bags of mostly water check out Mm -hmm. this uh picture of him he looks infinitely familiar to me like from a million things oh yeah I just know him from this guy oh yeah look like fantasy island and miami vice knight rider yeah uh, all the old stuff. Hotel. Remember Hotel? Oh, my gosh. Airwolf. <laughs> yeah, this guy, Airwolf. he's, your, he's Airwolf. a character Airwolf. actor we've all seen, and he is our <laughs> Star Trek connection this week. Very nice. Let's get to the soundtrack grade. I'll give it a B-B-N-B-E for Bondi, but not Bondi enough. I kind of wish they leaned into it a little bit more than they did, except for that weird bug scene. I know you guys are okay with it, but it kind of annoyed me. Um, let's do the Twitter post. This is where you guys sum it up in 280 characters or less, and I thought we'd get a little weird today and start with Randy. 
from Russia with love. A Mexican man pretending to be Turkish and an Italian woman pretending to be Russian walk into a bar, and James Bond screws them both. But only, <laughs> only one on camera, which is hot. But then James Bond destroys the evidence and gets back to kissing. Oh, yeah. Mm. That's what he does. Uh, next up, Brian Dunaway. Keeping it short because I don't know what social media platform I'll be on in the future. Yeah. From Russia with love, like porn for the theater of the mind, but on Paramount Plus. Hashtag mouse stuff. Oh, yeah, that's right. By the way, Paramount Plus, I have a beef real quick. Oh, you got a beef? Okay. Yeah, the, beef plus. the way the game or the way it works when you're just watching on a browser, because I didn't watch this on the TV. It's fine on televisions. But when you're watching Paramount Plus on a browser and you hit pause, it shrinks the screen down to a tiny little oh, window and you have bastards. to hit it again to blow it up again to, to hit resume. There's no in between. And so if I want to do a cool screen grab or something, I can't oh, pause and get bastards. it. Yeah, it sucks. Oh. So don't do that. No one else does it. Why are you doing it? I think what happens is I have ad blocking on. So what normally is there when it, when it minimizes is maybe an ad for something else to watch. Hmm. But I'm not seeing that. So it's just really frustrating. So thanks a lot, Paramount Plus. Is that the plus? Because <laughs> I think I don't want it. I'll All take right. the, the minus. Part. Let's go with Brian Ibbett now. From Russia with Love, a movie that did not amuse an uninterested. Un- let me start over here. From yeah. Russia with Love, and there's a reason why. I'm t- From Russia with Love, a movie that didn't not amuse and uninterest my ability to appreciate the rating via V good versus bad, with the former and the latter juxtaposed between a value that could be a number between a st- of stars between one and five. Oh, sorry, that's overly complicated. I guess my mouth <laughs> is too big. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> I think Good my mouse is too big. That was amazing. I think I'm done. That was, I I was like I was really like scrunching my face up the entire time you were saying all that. <laughs> it's really good. Uh, all right, alternate title time. Yes, that's right. This was almost called because he wore gloves a lot. It was almost called from Russia with glove. That almost happened. Ah, uh, clever. <laughs> yeah, yeah there were a lot of those. And then uh, for a hot minute, it was almost named Instanbul shit. <laughs> uh, let's get to an email. We got an email here from a listener named Chris who says, got a movie for you guys to wash. Okay. He was spelled it wash. It's from the South. Hospital Britannica. It's a hard movie to find, oh. sort of, but it stars Mark Hamill. There's a guy drinking brains and a fully oh, nude Mark Hamill with a full 70s man bush. He says, oh, <laughs> oh, nice. he then says something I don't understand. I don't know who this Chris is. Maybe Randy does. Uh, it says, still hate Randy. Hope nothing happens to him. But I but until I get a chance to kick him in the butts. <laughs> what does that mean? Why would you say that? Know, Chris? That sounds like a friendly jab, though. Didn't it sound yeah, like it a, doesn't sound like somebody I really hate Randy. Yeah. yeah. Who, was, who was the writer? Somebody named Chris. That's all I have. It's not Metzen. Huh. I don't know who it is. <laughs> right. It would be great if it was, though. <laughs> no, I don't know. So, yeah. Do you know any so Chris's looked- that want to kick you in the butts, quote unquote? All right. In uh-huh. the butts. Do you, though? Do you, know? Do you know any Chris's? I, I, I know many Chris's. Come on. This generation is entirely named Chris, You're Scott, right. You're right. Josh, and Brian. You're right. Um, the... <laughs> We know the, the Brian um, part is true. The thing I, I tried it's to look true. this up as, as you were saying it, it looks like it's called Britannia Hospital. Oh, it says Hospital Britannica is what he wrote, but he must have had it wrong. This Chris, I, may, may, well, he also said wor- uh, Warsh. Yeah, he did say Warsh. <laughs> unless there's something else, Britannia Hospital from 1982 has Malcolm McDowell, Mark Hamill. Like, it's this has really to be interesting it. cast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this it. has to be yeah. it. Why is Mark Hamill full naked in this? That's what I need to know about. Right. Yeah. Why is he ever not full naked? Because he's looking for some power converters. I guess so. Is this before Talk or station. after Corvette Summer? 
Because he got pretty banged up in that. 1982. So that would have been after. Must be before. Would be after, wouldn't it? Because 81 was Empire, and he was banged up in Empire. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't remember. I'm usually good at these years, but I don't trust my brain right now. Well, anyway, Chris, I, uh, you love Randy. Knock it off. Next up is a yeah. text. 78 was Corvette summer. Yeesh. Wow. Oh, geez. Oh, wow. That was right after Star Wars then. Yeah, yeah. right after Star Wars. Yeah. Um, here's a text from a listener. This is uh, These texts are sent to us, by the way, at 801-471-0462. This is from uh, an anonymous listener who says, hello, Scott, Brian, Brian, and Randy. Sorry, uh, sorry for last time. Not sure what that means. Nah. With the MREs... In USMC, we used to just dump the instant coffee in our mouth and then drink water. Oh, wow. This was called recon coffee. Uh, If we were feeling fancy, we would mix in a little hot chocolate mix and water to make chocolate pudding. Love the show. Adam Bowdwich. Oh, it just has a name. Adam. I don't know why it said anonymous. Anyway. uh, As in bow and arrow, he says. So Bowditch. 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 That's Gross. Yeah. Just injected right into your veins. Do you, do you have to drink super hot water then to get the I experience of it's instant? Hot? It's instant coffee. It's so yeah. coffee. So it have to be so hot no, or at least just, warm. You just get some water in your in your mouth and it's going to dissolve it instantly. It's foul though. Cold. Ugh. That's or room so temperature. I think that's I, horrible. Yeah. Plus the fact that you've got to either have just enough coffee to simulate or just enough instant coffee to simulate how much you'd get in a sip of coffee as opposed to an entire cup of coffee all at once. It's just a spoonful, right? Yeah, Yeah. I guess so. And this part where he says they'd mix it in with some chocolate to make chocolate pudding. I don't think homemade chocolate pudding in this form sounds good at all. This sounds bad. I'll try anything. But but I guess thank you for your service. Uh, Moving on. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Let's uh, give some uh, some some patrons some love. So here's yeah. the deal: every month, one of us puts together a cool, like, big bonus episode, and Brian Ibbett's on deck for the next. Oh one. yeah, it's me! Wow. Um, you don't have to spoil any of it, but is it something you're excited about? Are you are you? Uh... I'm very excited about it. This is something that people know that I'm a stickler on, and I'm going to oh. explain why I'm a stickler on it and what makes it work and not work in film. Um, so that'll be next time on our bonus show. Yeah, I think I, I might know what it's about. Is probably um, the same thing as yes. stick up your ass? Is that the same thing? Yes, yes, it okay. is. Yeah, it's like stick up your ass. I'm finally okay. going to remove the stick up my ass when it comes to this thing <laughs> that I talk about in film. <laughs> or you're at least going to show us how far that stick is up there and explain why it's there. I that, that too, yeah. Oh, yeah. crap. Time to change your oil. Whoa, no, that. <laughs> your court low. So if you like that idea, well, you'd have to be a patron to get it. It's the only place that it, that, that lands, right. and it happens every month. And also, you'll never get a commercial. You get pre-show content every week. You get monthly specials, like I mentioned. And you get movie-related art prints from me in the mail. And that's not all. So go read about all the details at patreon.com slash filmsack. And big, big, big thanks to everybody for their continual support over there. You guys are awesome. Our next movie will be... I don't know. I didn't write it down. It's a, Supergirl. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Helen Slater. Slater uh, yes. Yeah, Helen Slater, I Supergirl. Oh, I forgot. We were doing that. I have not seen that since I was a kid. I've Look never for, seen it. Oh, wow. Yeah, Dunaway, Peter O'Toole, Mia Farrow, Peter Cook. Yeah. Cook. It's a big cast for the time. Cook. Peter Cook. These were all big names in that era. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's cool. I, I'm, I, I remember it. Well, what I don't remember as a kid if I liked it or not. I don't remember. Maybe it was bad. Was it bad? It's probably oh, it's bad. very bad. Is it bad? <laughs> it's on the show. What do you think? It is. <laughs> All right. Well, I am all in on that. So that's Supergirl streaming where? 
on HBO Max. And by the way, Brian Ibbett, uh, yes. in, in Middle English, uh, the judges at a Cornish wrestling match would carry a stick to oh, their to, mar- to make their signals and if necessary to push the wrestlers away from each other oh, wow. using a stick so they were they were very strict and they carried a stick so that's they what became stickler? called sticklers yeah interesting i did okay. not know that that's fantastic well, when did they start sticking them up their butts i want to know what that happened that's when time did travel you say that time travel stories they pissed them off real bad so in a way that probably out. goes back a long way <laughs> <They're gonna laughs> back a really long time I'm, I'm the first human to ever find a stick yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Wander out I of do the with cave. Stick? Oh, what, interesting. What I do with ki- stick? Put in bum hole. Oh, Put in bum hole. Oh, that's pleasant. Oh, too far. Too far. Too far. Lost stick. <laughs> Lost stick. Stick is now gone. Went. No more Let's stick. Go to ER. Fantastic. Let's go to, ER. <laughs> go, to <laughs> go to caveman ER. <laughs> all right. Well, that's it for this week's show. Don't forget our website is at filmsack.com. You'll find all our previous episodes there, including all the old ancient stuff that's not on the main feed. So if you're looking for it, it is there. Uh, again, patreon.com slash filmsack. Filmsack at gmail.com is how you can email us. And again, we'll take your text questions at 801-471-0462. And we're on Twitter as long as it lasts at filmsack. That's going to do it for us. <laughs> for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Charming. We'll see you next time. <laughs> this show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. I think my mouth is too big. Mm hmm. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.